fellow listener, and thank you for tuning in to the Millennial Dad. Millennial Dad is a podcast for I, Adrian Trotter, owner and CEO of Trotter Media, go into the funds and fears of raising children in 2018. And I should say beyond, right? Supposed to raise them after 2018 too, right? <laughs> this episode, I'm going to be going over my day and um, some of the thoughts and um, just just some of the thoughts I've had for the day. Hope you enjoy this episode. So, thanks for tuning in, and today I wanted to stop for a second in my normal, like, flow of things, if you're listening to this, and really recommend this app that I'm on right now, Anchor.fm. I mean, it's so easy to record yourself just talking and putting together um, almost these little segments so there should be really no excuse for not having your own podcast nowadays. But today was a very um, interesting day, good day. When um, I'll, fast, I'll highlight a few parts and tell the stories. Is uh, Avner is so close to being here? I mean, really close. We are actually going to be checked into the hospital on uh, Monday, but uh, my mom, the midwife, did this thing where she scrapes the membrane, and oh, I wanted to let you know that this episode is not explicit, I didn't get to say it in the uh, intro, but you know, this is Avner coming into the world, I don't really think there's going to be too much profanity at all, if any, right now, but yeah, she scraped the membrane and moved them further down, if you will inside uh, Danielle and kind of ordered us, if you will, to walk around. So we went to the Avenue Mall today with um, Liliana, because today marked the first day of spring break. So in that marked the first day of spring break, we uh, wake Liliana up, get her ready to go. We're ready to go. We take the whole hour and 10 minute drive to my mom's office in Jacksonville. Now, uh, Logic just came out with his new album, and my wife and I are definitely fans, so there's um, a little bit of a dance you have to do with the child, right? If you're listening to hip-hop and something with a lot of cursing in it, um, you either hit the explicit version and really lose the meanings of songs sometimes, but that's one sacrifice. You can bring her tablet and get her to listen to her headphones, which is another a win being a parent, you know. Um, so we did talk with her a little bit, but I can't really recall the conversation other than, um, you know, her watching her show, us turning on the hotspot so she can use the tablet. And uh, we listened to Logic. And a couple days before, Danielle and I were actually talking, um, and this is kind of a side note to my day, kind of talking about um, how we were, we raise kids, like what's, if there's a standard, if there's like a golden little 
gold standard on, if you will, on how to um, raise them. So I feel like we're doing a good job, but there's sometimes like our own daughter, when we slip and say a cuss word or curse word, if you will, she will say, she will look at us and be really upset. You know, she, she knows it's, it's sad that she knows the words, but she's also like, she knows it's not something adults should say, um, especially around children. So logic comes on. And if anyone knows who's listening to this, who logic is, he, um, he released Bobby Tarantino number two and Rick and Morty were in the beginning. And it was, it was quite funny. The dance I'm talking about is she's like falling asleep while we're listening to like nineties. So when she's asleep, she's asleep and she doesn't really hear anything. So like immediately, right when we turn on logic for maybe a few minutes or less, she wakes back up. Like my wife has to turn down the volume or something to talk to a, a dealership for a company. And, uh, and yeah, she wakes up because it's, a, some, we hit a bump or something. So anyways, we, um, she ends up listening to her tablet on the way and we were listening to it and we discussed about how hip hop has changed and, uh, we've been logic fans since his, um, mixtape and, uh, when I'm not a hip hop connoisseur, I think I went into, well, not yet or anyways, went, I will tell you guys in other episodes, what kind of music I used to listen to all the time, but my wife kind of like, she's a snob when it comes to hip hop, right? She doesn't like certain ones, especially not like what's come out nowadays. But uh, the thing about hip hop that you want to be aware of, especially in this day and age, is it directly influences our youth because they feel like it's music that they can either make themselves or it represents their life in some way or there's people their age that are able to, to quote rap, but usually it's coming from like inner cities or projects. Like there's like the music or sound of that, the area is actually in our whole society. But if you could forgive me for this episode a bit, because I mean, I am, dog tired. I drove an hour and 20 minutes one way and uh, we go to the Avenues Mall and we uh, did something awesome there. I want to tell you is we get there, we're doing our walking and in this Avenues Mall is a Build-A-Bear workshop. Now, if you haven't been to Build-A-Bear, Build-A-Bear, I think, started in 1998 and uh, you basically pick the whole concept is you pick some bears and you um, go to the uh, bear engineer guy or the stuffing guy, the big giant stuffing machine, rolling and tumbling the stuffing. And um, you take whatever stuffing bear and they have like a little process and it's a really huge upset. Like by the bears by themselves, like, you know, they might be $15 or $20 or something. But then you have to get all like, you have to get the hearts inside them. You got to get the heartbeats. You got to get the the smelly thingies that make them smell good. Um, it's it's quite a process. But the thing that I love about them is they actually make it an experience going in there. 
to where you like brought this this uh bear or dog or cat or they have a lot of things there even i mean i was impressed because they had like bull bazaar and squirtle and charmander and pikachu all from pokemon and i was like oh wow but um lily was fascinated we saw someone build the um a uh, poppy from trolls movie and uh we just watched them and and then um you know i had a deal or two closed and i was like i said setting up my bank account yesterday and uh it's kind of hard when you're in there not like to say no to a daughter like your daughter who's it's like an experience right so what what we what i do is i'm recording or making it and i tell danielle to pick out a uh one for Abner, and so this is, we have an idea of getting a bear for him, so that he could kind of grow up into it, kind of have his teddy, you know, like, old school, you know, like, kind of like the corduroy bear teddy, well, when we go to pick out, like, the skins, Danielle lets um, Lily pick her skin on her own, and we're deciding for Abner, and um, they have, like, the classic teddy bear, like, the old-school brown teddy bear. And then um, there's skins inside, like, with other bears, because Danielle didn't, she wanted to do the, the um, old-school bear, but then she was like, ooh, it's, it's, it's too rough for the baby. Like, their arms seemed a little super stuffed, right? So she um, she picks out a bear, and we, we get it to our turn to put the stuffing in our bear and we realize like it's the basketball bear. So it's a bear with muscles bigger than mine, tall plays ball, I guess. And you're supposed to put like, you know, a basketball Jersey on them and supposed to be playing basketball. So that wasn't going to happen. Right. Danielle, we make, we actually make them get them all sewed up. And Danielle's like, this is too much for the baby. You know, this isn't right. So she goes and calls the other lady and over and, says, look, I'm not trying to be difficult. They'll say, no, no problem. And the staff was really cool. I mean, they greeted us right when we got in, but we were just trying to browse. And Danielle's like, no, I'm just walking, blah, blah, blah. Um, but we ended up buying. We spent like, I only know we how long we spent because the contractions kind of stopped because we stopped kind of moving. But um, we spent about 27 minutes building the bear and then naming him and putting like Liliana, like I'm probably going to put the video up sometime soon of uh, her experience, but she uh, rubs the heart, gets the heartbeat in there when you squeeze them. And her, excuse me, sorry. Um, her, her uh, bear, what quote, quote, was actually a kitten. Those multiple colors, like a little rainbow. And then she put cotton candy smell in it and named her kitty cat cotton candy. And uh, she got a little birth certificate and everything. And that's the thing, guys, is just the imagination of a kid to be able to do those things. I feel like that kind of interaction is what's going to save stores, like retail stores. If you can get some way to do some level of interaction, that will save you because you can't get that from just a purchase and a click online. There's a, a level of buying online that's robotic. And the best people that do really well, they kind of hit you up on all different angles. Like they 
follow they make sure you're follow, following their blog when you buy from them they're making sure you're on their email list so they can say thank you and there's just a whole process right so but anyways this whole experience that liana had i filmed and then mommy you know got to do hers and you know we left with two giant bags of teddy bears and we kept walking around now, there is one thing that I want to say, like, I'm not, in this podcast, I might seem like I am, like, the most perfect husband, but I'm not, you know, like, I'm not the, like, I'm, 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 make mistakes, and I do my best, but sometimes I'm not, I don't know when and when not to sometimes, like, Liliana was, um, you know, kind of touching everything around, and I'm trying to coach her and teach her but it seems like she's still not listening because she keeps doing it and it just bothers me that she does did it so much that I like brought her aside and like scolded her and told her no and all this other daddy stuff and there's more in depth to what I said but let's just put it to that like I'm in that regard in that aspect I'm the stepdad there's still like this disconnect I feel sometimes when I, like, chastise Lily, either verbally or what have you, that her mom still wants to protect her, you know, from me in some way. You know, like, there's some, there's still, like, I still don't feel like I've earned that right slash respect sometimes. But I'm just testing the waters to correct her when I see things that should be corrected, you know. Um... Anyways, so I'm getting close to the um, middle of this episode, and what I'm going to do is actually, like, tell on myself this next half and show how um, the day didn't actually, wasn't actually as picture perfect as it should have been, especially with Avenir on the way. So thanks so much for listening so far. I will add, I will um, catch you guys in the next half. Thanks. Hey guys, thanks for sticking with me. This is the uh, last half of this episode. And yeah, I am going to be telling on myself in this last half to explain some of the errors that I have as a um, as a dad, millennial dad. And so I'm trying to actually put these pieces together, but I'm just going to bite the bullet, so to speak, and tell you what happened today um, in the last half of the day. So I uh, I wake up from a nap, from maybe a four o'clock nap or something, maybe it was an hour. Liliana doesn't nap when, we, when I nap, neither does mommy sometimes, but I think this time mommy was already napping and then I was deciding to come in. Liliana's... Um, pretty bored at this point, you know, um, she's watching TV, she only watched so much TV before she wants to see what mommy and Adrian are doing, and we're like the three amigos most of the time, like, whatever I'm doing, mommy kind of joins in, and then Liliana does, or mommy and Lily will have their moments, and what have you, so I wake up, I don't really recall what um, mommy was doing, per se, 
Um, but I end up going down and I start playing um, a video game called League of Legends, which is right now the only game I've been playing. But it's not like it's maybe a game or two a day or something like that. Maybe not even. If they're busy, busy days, I don't even play. But if I do play any video games, it's that game. <clears throat> so um, the thing about this game is it's on a PC. So really no one knows how it's played. Because, I mean, no, no one. A lot of people know how. But I mean, no one in my household. My wife has actually started to play a, a couple times. But, you know, she hasn't since she's being pregnant. And... Um, there were still, like, things to do in the, around the house, right? Like, normal, everyday chores. Like, the dishes, you know, maybe the laundry. And also, like, we have a cat named Luigi who, uh, you know what cats do. They take dumps and litter boxes. But our cat, the one thing about our cat, he doesn't cover them up. I know you, right? Anyways, he's... Um, He's been with Danielle for a long time, since before Lily was born. But, um, yeah, it's just everyday things. So I'm playing a game, and then um, a friend that plays the game came on as well. So I wanted to play a game with him. So as the game gets over, you know, my wife is kind of, at, like, hinting towards when the game is over and all this and, and uh asking like whenever she asks a question like this you're not starting another one are you i know like that's time to get off right so um i uh tell my friend like i'm getting off i cut the game off completely um she's she says this thing too it's kind of funny um that like it's funny now but it frustrates me sometimes when She'll um, she'll say like, "Go, um, I would like the dishes done" or something like that, and she just goes and does them. Like she doesn't even give me a chance to do them. And then while she's doing them, she isn't quiet about it. You know, she's kind of reminding me or telling me I should be doing them and stuff like that. And I don't this uh, sits with me the wrong way. It's and it's not her fault. I should just instinctively do some things but she is mad OCD like she doesn't even let want the dishes in there for like half the day like she does it's just what my wife wants and everyone knows happy wife happy life right so you know I'm I'm hurt that she's doing them because I didn't get an opportunity to do them for her and then you know we end up like kind of going back and forth about it like arguing which I really hate arguing with her because it's not like there's anything that comes up other than us yelling or being mad at each other or something. So, I mean, I didn't really keep pursuing the argument. I kind of just at first stayed on my computer, but then she was saying, or not on the big computer, I went to my laptop to start to finish up some work for clients and, you know, some stuff, do, do some some level of work while she's working, you know, just so she doesn't feel like she's not the only one working. And mind you, by the way, if I haven't painted this picture enough, we live in a small apartment. 
no two people can be in the kitchen, especially with the pregnant pregnant wife. No two people can be in the laundry room. So if one of them's one of us is doing it, one of us is doing it. And um, usually when I get on a kick, like I do the laundry, do the dishes, all on my like all on my oh yay. <laughs> I know how that sounds, right? Um, but I I did a, a I um a D move. I call it D because I'm just not gonna cuss about it. I did, um, I pulled the, uh, the stupid car and said, well, you know, I'm driving you around, I'm doing this and that, and she says, I can do this all on my own, you know, I don't need you, I can do all this on my own, and that kind of, like, hit me, you know, like, I when my water breaks, I'll drive on my own, all this on my own, and I'm, like, that kind of, like, sits with me, and I don't like it at all, she storms up to her room, and I'm down here, and I'm like, well, let me, like, let me cool down. Let me get the uh, bathrooms clean, because she never, she doesn't like doing them. Neither do I really want her to do them, because there's so much crap to do. But, um, so I I start to do the, uh, get a lot of the, like, anger of me mostly being angry at myself for not communicating properly with my wife yelling so that way Lily could hear and we get in this huge fight and uh, it was just not a smooth move. One of the worst moves I've had as a dad, as a millennial dad, as a husband, as a man, it's one of those things we used to do argue a lot more net than we did now. We we don't really argue that much. And they're like super sad like you know when you really love somebody, right? Like when you argue and your heart hurts you don't want to, then you're like your best friend and you start to like tear up or they're crying or, you know, it's not good. You know, it's those feelings, those emotions, those emotional hurts and scars. Like, you know, we power through them as adults and as a couple, but there's still those moments that you, you just wish you could just take back. And this was one of them. I didn't want it to happen, but it happened. So I was just cleaning the bathrooms, which I know she would appreciate. And I realized there was, like, what sparked, this is what changed my outlook, right? Instead of uh, being mad at her or mad at me or mad at anybody, I saw there was one toilet paper roll left. So I took the initiative and wrote down a list to go to Publix, to drive, get a little space between my wife and me, do something productive, which is buy a couple groceries that are missing from the family, and come back, right? So... I leave, you know, still a little mad, like fuming a bit, and then I go to Publix, so I go to Publix first, I go to, like, the grocery section, and I see the organic yeah, organic bananas, it reminded me of earlier this week, my wife was like, ooh, I really love these organic bananas, she goes, it's organic bananas, though, that's how she, <laughs> she said that, because um, she, she, uh, we normally get the regular ones, they're not just not as sweet as these organic bananas. So uh, I put those in the cart. Then I saw the strawberries, and she loves strawberries with, like, sugar. So um, that's one of her favorite snacks. So I put those in the cart. Got the orange juice and the milk. Um, and and uh, as I'm getting the orange juice, I saw this beautiful like set of flowers and I realized something like as I haven't gotten my wife flowers in a while even Valentine's Day I didn't surprise her like uh 
I would have, you know, like, I was just a horrible Valentine this week, this year, um, we told each other not, we weren't going to get each other something, but she still got me something, and I, it's a horrible freaking husband, right, so, this wasn't to make up for that, it just, I just wanted to get them for her, I just, they just reminded me of her, so I got, got her those, those flowers, then, um, I knew that she liked these apple turnovers, so as I got the other groceries, like, I got the toilet paper rolls, obviously, and, uh, I go, and I get her her apple turnovers, which she hasn't had in a while, um, I get those, a box of, you know, frozen pizza box, and check out, you know, so I get there, and I strategically, you know, I get in there, I know she's not paying attention to me coming back home, so um, I put the cut the stems, the bottoms of the flowers, put the flower food in there and the water in the vase that I get, put the flowers in, set that up, get the strawberries prepared, washed off. Oh, I got grapes too. She loves grapes. And, uh, but anyways, I got the strawberries set up and, um, I even didn't forget Liliana. I got her a, her favorite M&M, giant M&M cookie from Publix. So I prepare my little, like, offering here, you know, like the, I'm sorry, I apologize offering. I go upstairs and get that for her, and she gives me this look like, wait, what? What is this for? So she sits up in excitement to start eating these strawberries, and she's like, ooh, I really love these. And um, she goes to the bathroom for, like, the 54th time in one hour. She She pees a lot right now because of the baby. And um, she real saw that the bathrooms were clean, and she was happy about that. We go downstairs, you know, I, I mean, I go downstairs, finish off Lily's leftovers from the food court at the mall. She ate, like, two bites of this Chinese food. Um, so I just ate that, and she comes down, and she sees the flowers I have set up for her, and she's like, baby, and it really made me smile, like, it made, like, it made me feel bad for fighting, she gave, she did give me a hug when I gave her the strawberries, and I hugged Lily, we were like, no more fighting, but it realized, like, no matter how mad I get at my wife, I love this particular human out of everybody else, I love her so much to pieces, yes, we need to work on our communication skills, and arguing, and stuff, not that we do it a lot, it's just when it is done, it just hurts my heart. But um, I want you to list the listener to get take away from this is, I'm not saying just buy your significant other stuff, right? But there's moments that you have that remind you of them, that hit your emotional, like, box if you're a human. Like, you know, these little baby moments, if you're paying attention to your loved one that you take mental notes and those mental notes will spark other things while you're out and about just thinking about them. And, uh, especially my wife and Liliana, you know, I want my girls to be happy, relaxed, peace of mind. So that way when after comes, he's in a nice, peaceful, safe environment. Uh, that was kind of harder than I thought it was going to be. And not actually in some ways easier than I thought it was going to be to just put myself out there on this podcast that you're listening to to say how much of 
how bad dad I was I was right then at that moment. But um, that's something that's tough for me because I I've argued with, like my dad was saying in the last episode that he told me that I have a woman problem and that hit me because maybe at that moment maybe I did and I've always been like really self-aware about making sure that that wasn't true in me you know like that I respected my any woman in my life more if not as equal or more than I do as a, a man you know and I don't want myself to be this horrible chauvinistic person I'm very um empathetic and my empathy level is really high um, in life and I want to just make sure that my wife could see that from me maybe there's in as a man my lack of communication with my back turned playing the video game you know maybe that like I don't see the struggles that she's going through sometimes and that she's allowed to be an emotional wreck and I have to be the strong man to just learn how to hold on and deal with my emotions better because obviously as a kid I didn't learn how to like properly deal with them to where now I'm blowing up sometimes or I yell and say like mean mean things to the one I love well guys thank you so much for listening and I hope to hear from you or actually you hear from me in the next episode Hey guys, thanks for listening to the uh, Millennial Dad episode here. I've been uh, doing these every day so far this month, and I appreciate you listening. If you'd like to connect with me outside of this podcast, you can always follow my Twitter account at Drian underscore Trotter. Then you can also follow me on my Instagram at Adrianos. I uh, have a YouTube channel from my company, Trotter Media. Just, you know, search that out. I'm going to be setting one up for Liliana and also for this podcast, I um, email, I mean, a um, website. So stay tuned. I will let you guys know about that. Alternatively, you can also, or just by yourself, add me on Facebook. I don't bite. Just message me and we'll talk. And you can talk to me on the um anchor app as well but i appreciate you and i hope you guys have a good beautiful wonderful and glorious day so far thank you bye guys